she's climbing in a forklift exosuit to fist fight the alien queen. That's so badass. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how hokey it is. Are, are you you still this, have to love it. Are you saying this unironically? I'm saying it 100% unironically. Like, it is peak 80s movies, like <laughs> shit. with mike this is mike and i'm andy and we have this is adam right here yeah yeah you sound so excited he's got his npr voice on today yes oh, yeah. he does makes Morning sense to and uh welcome welcome adam it's great to have you back yeah it's really it's it's uh right it's our follow-up knitting episode yeah knitted anything great this week <laughs> well dad uh I am uh, about halfway through a scarf that I've been crocheting recently. Wow, that's that's really great. And I'm also uh, nearing the end of a pair of socks that I've been making, so wow, that's quite wow. exciting news. Wow, yeah. wow. I'd, I'd just like to say that that's really fucking awesome. I have yeah. to say so, that um, okay. I, I, I really like to uh, crochet as well, so... <laughs> Quite enjoyable. I, I, no, that are knitting and crocheting even related? I don't. I don't know. Yes, man. I don't know. I think we. I think we asked the same question last time too. But but yeah, um, welcome back, everybody. We're um, picking up with our second installment of the Alien series with aliens, plural, because there's more than one. What? Spoiler alert, dude! Don't uh, give me spoilers like that. I know. I know. I'm sorry, everybody. Quite the gap between this movie and the last one, though. There is. I forgot there this were... one's from 86, and the other one's from, what, 70-something? 79. 79. You know, they're 57 yeah, years so... apart. So. Right. 57 years, yeah. <laughs> so, yep, we're going to give Aliens to fight with Mike Treatment, our little generational divide this time times two, yes. with the younger generation ganging up on me. Yep. Again. Yep. But uh, I like to think of this movie as um, Vietnam in space. That's like, uh, okay, that's surprisingly apt, actually. Um Yeah. Looking at it, yeah, it is kind of kind of an apt description. I guess we'll get into it further in a minute, but um, yeah, wow. I, I I was just reading that in the notes, and I was like, wow, uh, a well, good description nope. actually. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure other people have thought of that, but but so again, this is where uh, we have Mike's fuzzy memories kicking back in again. Let me take you boys back in time to the year 1986, when an 18-year-old Mike actually was I 18 then or 17. Can't remember. Actually, I might have been seventeen at that point when it came out. When it actually, when I actually saw it, I was almost eighteen. Anyway, thrilling stuff. Um, but you have to remember where we were, middle of the Reagan or towards the end of the Reagan years, um, and it had been about ten years plus removed from Vietnam, and a lot of the pop culture around that time was still making um, either direct or. Uh, metaphorical references to Vietnam. And this movie is no exception. So a lot of the stuff you see about how the military is portrayed in this and particularly like Gorman, the leader and all that all kind of dovetail into how people perceived what was wrong in Vietnam. Well, it looks besides a lot the like we Vietnam-esque. Were... Like the iconography is very Vietnam movie-esque too, you know? Mm. Uh, how do you How do you mean? I don't know. Like, it just has a lot of those same vibes as, like, I guess, like, platoon shit, you know? 
Kind of, yeah. Less, yeah, se- they, like less serious of it. Well, I guess it's serious, but not like it's not like a war drama. But like it looks like it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I guess, like you said, we should put a pin in it for now. Yeah, and kind of get back to it because we have like our other do, segments first as well. So we do have our other segments. Well, I don't know. But, do we have any news? I don't have any news this week, unfortunately. No, I don't really have any news either. Um, but for the ravenous consumption phase, trademark. Um, Mom and I binged the shit out of Ted Lasso, which is a great show. It's not sci-fi. As I said earlier today, it's a uh, Nicole Seco bait. So, uh, kind of, kind of. Um, it's also Mike Seco bait because the backdrop of it is uh, English Premier League soccer. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, never That's mind. That's need. more dad bait than mom bait. Well, the soccer is really just a backdrop. Um. The premise is, is that a woman inherits, not inherits, she acquires the ownership of a team from her ex-husband during the divorce, and she hates him because he cheated on her for years. And so her mission is to destroy the team because, in her words, it's the only thing he loves. Hmm. Um, so she hires this American football coach who knows absolutely nothing about the game, who is Ted Lasso. And, you know, he he comes over and... You know, it, it sounds pretty bad on the surface, but it's it's fucking great. It really is great. I'll take your uh, word for it. It's heartwarming and fun, and Jason Sudeikis is just, uh, he's fantastic. Uh, the other thing that Mom didn't binge with me that I also binged the shit out of was another Apple show called For All Mankind, where this is the real Mike Bait. This one is about, um, the premise is, what would happen? What would have happened to the space race if the Soviets had landed on the moon first? Hmm. And it uh, so it has several Mike hooks in it, which are alternate history, Alt history, yeah, that's a huge uh, one. the sixties and seventies space program, um, and just history in general. So yeah, it, it um, they had me at the beginning, <laughs> and I watched literally. All ten episodes of this show within two nights. Damn, and these are hour. That's dedication. I I couldn't stop. I mean, yeah, I could have. I mean, I am I'm a grown man, you, but you I had didn't the stop. option. You just didn't take it. <laughs> I I did not take it. Uh, I did not see it as a viable option, but it, it definitely was one. And it's also Adam why I fell asleep um, watching Judas and the Black Messiah. Ah, uh, yes. On Friday because I was too tired from staying yeah. up till three in the morning watching well, the other show. from what I understand, Adam didn't fall asleep watching it. You fell asleep watching it. Mm. No, no, I that's said, what that's meant, what I yeah. said. I meant I fell asleep watching oh, oh, it. Oh, okay. I was saying yes. that Adam is why I fell asleep watching the other movie. Um, and the other thing I've been watching is uh, just keeping up with the WandaVision. I can, uh, I can tag along on that now. I've, uh, I'm officially all caught up and... Uh, I'm actually caught up to the most recent episode as well now. So, so what do you think? Um, I actually like it a lot. And so this is going to sound like a weird comparison, but the first half of it reminded me of Community a lot of the time because of the... <laughs> no, uh, hear me out here. You think it's weird, I know. No, but, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. But it's it's because of the weird, like, high-concept genre parody. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Um, right. It just That's... It, it kind of evoked that for me. Um but yeah, yeah that, I, I, that's kind of an interesting take because you're right. I mean, essentially, most of it is um, like a good eighty to ninety percent of it is just parodying different 
sitcom genres. So right, exactly through through the different decades. Although right? I I do wish they missed the opportunity to do a Seinfeld parody. I wish they'd done a Seinfeld parody, but <laughs> right. Um, I think their nineties uh, their nineties one was good though. It was it was pretty good. I think their nineties one was was like a parody of like Full House and those it, kind of shows. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah, yeah. was. Um, uh, it's pretty. They solid, did Modern though. Family with uh, I think the most recent. No, one, right? the most recent one was The Office, dude. I think it was a mixture of Modern Family and and The Office. I mean, the same kind of docudrama thing. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, style. the the opening of the episode was like directly a, a bit the of Office. The Office's opening, like it sounded like a direct rip off of it. That's the like, theme so, did. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 um, the solo interviews that she does look like the woman who, well, I mean, they do the that. They do that in the in, office uh, too, though. No, right. But it, when she did the interviews, um, the so her solo interviews, um, it reminded me of Julie Bowen who played one of the moms on modern family. Yeah. So I do think um, it's cool how like in every, like whenever they change like time periods, they change like all the cinematography and they change like they'll even change like the aspect ratio depending on like where they are. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right, it's, right. It's pretty cool. I, uh, I like you haven't watched any of it, right? Adam? All that I meta haven't. shit. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard that much about it. I know. Uh, I've heard a little bit from like you, but well, then I won't not try to much. spoil too much. I except that I did want to bring up the the big reveal in the last episode. Oh yeah, this current one. Man. Well, without saying exactly what happened, I mean, I shat a brick. The, the, the theme, <laughs> the theme music. First of all, she's fantastic. I love that woman. Catherine Hahn is fantastic. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, second of all, that had to be a riff on the Munsters theme. Um, I think it was actually because it sounded like it. It did sound out, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So you have also some other stuff. Yeah. So I'm still watching Attack on Titan. Uh, it's still very good. Although, I will say the last couple episodes, we haven't had a lot of action. They've been explaining what happened during the time skip. So, um, I, I, I'm kind of hoping next episode we get some more action. I actually just sent you a video of it today. Um, yeah, the, the action in that clip was kind of bananas. Yeah, okay. I, I so. was wondering, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Cause so, it seemed like... Um, I, the way I described it over our call this morning was not, it was not the wait, best way I could it? have described it. Have you it. seen it, Adam? Uh, I haven't thing? yet. I was planning on watching it at some point. I just haven't quite. High recommend, Adam. So really let me yeah. paint the picture of Andy trying to describe this to me this afternoon over the phone, where um, I can't explain it the way he was explaining it. But as he started to explain it, he started to smile because he knew how ridiculous it was. Sounding. Well, yeah, I know that. I know that. Like on the surface, hearing like explaining it to somebody, it sounds no, dumb, but it like doesn't. Like it's a good show. You started to crack a smile, and, you, and you're like, "Okay, wait a minute. I know this sounds terrible, but really, it's it's, it's, it's really really the, good uh, though." Right. It gets to the like situations where it's uh, when Andy and I are trying to explain like things to you about like games or right, 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 shows right. like Attack on Titan and. You're just like, yeah, of course. Well, it's sure. like anything, you know. You you try to explain it, and if if it's at all complicated, it just sounds like like loony. Well, the reason the yeah. reason I really thought you'd like it, and and you still haven't checked it out, so I I think you would like it, is because I know you really like shows with like deep, good world building, and like that's what like eighty percent of Attack on Titan is. It's just like amazing action and really good world building. So where 
where I, so you kind of said it reminded or that you thought it was kind of so uh, similar to like, you said uh, it's Clint Eastwood esque there. That specific scene is because the character in that scene, the, the Kenny guy is very specifically designed to be like that kind of cowboy esque figure. Most of the show is not quite like that same vibe. Um, but the action is of that same quality, I would say. Throughout. Yeah, I think I think it did remind me a little bit of Psychopaths, as as opposed to um, um, JoJo's, because just the clip that I saw, the the writing and the dialogue looked pretty good. Yeah, it looked a lot. It wasn't like over the top dialogue and stuff like oh, that. Oh no, this show is great yeah. for uh, Western anime yeah. watchers. That's why it's the most popular show in America right now. Fun fact. Is it really? Oh, wow. It is the most oh, wow. popular show in America. On Netflix? Um, I don't know if it's on... Not on Netflix. I think it's the most watched show like in general right now. Is it on Netflix, though? Or it's not on... No. So I think Netflix only has one oh, season. Netflix. Hulu has the entire show right now. Oh, um, okay. Crunchyroll also has the entire show. So. Yeah, I mean, after we um, signed up for Apple TV, we now literally have, I think, every fucking streaming service under the sun except, you know whatever like crunchy roll is or whatever that shit is. I have so, crunchy roll. <laughs> I know you do. So you're waiting for me to subscribe so you can cancel yours, right? No, because um, you'd never do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, probably. Um, but uh, yeah, Adam, did you... Uh, oh, wait, did you have more, Andy? Or no? Um, I one? think I had one more Oh, thing. Persona 3. Oh, yeah, I've just been playing Persona 3 again. Um, I got I fell off of it a while back because the gameplay was not as good as 4 or 5. Um, but I'm back on it. I killed a boss that was giving me trouble before and giving me a stumbling block, so I think I'm in it for the long haul now, um, and there may be more to come on that. All right. Adam? Yeah. Uh, there's not a whole ton else from last time. Uh, I did start watching Mando, as you know, the second season, uh, but I'm only about two episodes into that right now, but... Uh, it's been pretty good so far. I know both of you, I'm pretty sure, have already seen that whole season, right? Yeah, that, I have that, not. Yeah. I haven't watched this, season two oh, of Mandalorian at all. The season's, oh, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's really great. Yeah, yeah it's, really, it's really, really great. I heard yeah, good stuff really about it. it. I saw some spoilers yeah. about Luke Skywalker, but um, being involved somewhere. But oh, I think, that, yeah. I haven't really seen any spoilers I think you just ruined all, it so. for Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, oh, it's fine. <laughs> It's Sorry. not that big of a deal. Wah, wah. But, <laughs> whoops. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I've been playing a lot of chess recently. Just broke 800 rapid rating, which probably means nothing I to either of you. I don't even know what that means. It's, uh, me neither. It's an achievement for me. Uh, nice job. Yeah. Congratulations. And also, Congratulations, Adam. Yeah. And also, um, Megan got, she has like some a subscription to this thing called like dropout tv or something like that and i've been watching um this D show called dimension 20 uh, is it for high school dropouts you got something to tell us no uh because uh, originally it was uh from a youtube channel called college humor oh, but then uh, i know college humor yeah yeah but then they made like a their own like streaming service kind of thing because they to make money it's like curiosity so, stream yeah pretty much except it's like except not in like not intelligence focused yeah it's basically just like comedy stuff Com- comedically yeah. focused 
Yes, exactly. But yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right, are man. Are we ready to get into our main topic today? We are. Today. Alrighty, then. We're Let's back. talk about aliens. Aliens. There's more aliens. than one now. Yes. And if you saw what one did. Andy, this time it's war. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the- that. and that was the tagline so i don't think that's a good tagline personally but uh i thought it was pretty good and it's also what if they called it this what if they made it this aliens (laughs) this time there's more of them (laughs) if you thought one was bad yeah literally like that that could be that's a tagline right there it is that'd be on the level of jaws right there right all right um Yes, and as you said, this one came about some time after the original, about seven years later, to be exact. Um, that was a filler it, moment. What's that? About oh. some time after the original, uh, seven years, to be exact. I'm just, um, I'm just busting your balls, but I thought it was. Why don't, why don't you just? Fuck no, off Andy, already? math is hard. I, so. it is hard. I would study it if it wasn't. Gotta give Dad a break. <laughs> this you time. guys are gonna make me cry. All right. Cut it out. Um, it was a big hit. Um, it was, you know, at this point in time, Sigourney Weaver, she came comes back, of course, as Ripley. She had done, like, Ghostbusters and some other things. She was kind of already a big name. But this movie kind of launched her into the stratosphere. Um, I would think Ghostbusters would have launched her into the stratosphere, if anything. That movie was big, right? It did, but she wasn't really the headliner of that. Yeah, I guess. This movie, she was front and center. She's a pretty main character. but Well, yeah, but Bill, she's also contending with Bill Murray there. Bill Murray, right. So that's pretty tough. Right. Um, Um, That's fair. That's fair. So, and it's a pretty big cast, right? It's her and a bunch of people that you guys definitely wouldn't have known. Um, Yeah, I didn't really. Well, Bill Paxton, I knew was in this. Um, I the late Bill Paxton. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Um, I mean, I don't recognize him exactly. I can't remember who he played, but um, is he Bill Hicks? Paxton? Is he Hicks? No, Bill Paxton was the he was the fucking star of the show practically. He was the oh, guy that oh, kept losing oh. his shit. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, God, what's his name now? No, that what's is the, the guy name? who's losing his shit. Shit, that's Hicks. No, game over, oh, man, game Hicks. over. That's Hicks. You're right. That right? is Hicks. I'm sorry. And that's yeah. where my no, no, my... wait, Hick, no, no, no. Hicks is uh, is. Is Michael Bain, and this is my thing that oh, I was about Bill, to mention. Bill Pax, Bill Getting Pax to it, Hudson. Get yeah. this. This brings it around to my to one of my first uh, criticisms of this movie. The cast is too big, and it's not as memorable as the cast of the original Alien. Um. Yeah, but we can probably get into that. We'll later, get into but, it more later. Yeah. But that is a criticism yeah. that I have of this uh, movie. There, I have some criticisms in criticisms in general. Um, as we get towards the end, but but there's a lot of good stuff to like in this movie. This movie is definitely not as good as Alien. 
Well, yeah. I, All right, I, I guess we're done. No, well, I'm I was saving it for our big talk at the end. No, I'm not like, saying it's bad. It's been decided. But I'm just saying, like, my thesis statement for this is like, this movie, while still pretty okay, is considerably worse than the original Alien. Um, the vote is unanimous. The original is better. Right. Um, but let's walk through it a bit. No, I mean, yeah, we'll move I, through. We'll move through. I, I pretty much feel the same way about it, but I was kind of surprised by how much um, I feel this kind of drops off from the original. Yeah. I was also uh, surprised by it, actually. Because you, you've seen it before, right? I've I seen mean, it before, but yeah. I didn't... I, just, I I didn't remember it being as much of a downgrade from the OG as I as I did revisiting it this time. Yeah. Like uh, I Adam, I was pretty I was pretty um surprised by how much less I liked it than the original one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I feel like I'm sure we'll talk about this later towards once we move through the scenes more, but I felt like it lost a lot because of like how much it was recycling things from like the first movie. A lot of it felt like they were just kind of like recreating parts of the first movie, but just there's more aliens. Right. So I have, where, where... I have problems with the pacing of this movie too, because I feel like the beginning of it is way too slow. Like it takes a really yeah. long time for any action to happen. Like I'm sitting there, it's like 50 minutes into the movie and they're like just starting to explore the alien nest. I'm like, dude, like, uh, that was acceptable in the other movie. Well, they didn't even wait that long. They waited, like, half an hour, and the alien already chest-bursted out of the guy at that point. I, like, didn't, it's too, I didn't mind that as much, actually, but... Um, I felt like this well, movie took way too long to get going for my liking. Well, I think, before we get too far into it, there might be some people um, who don't know what the plot is about. But basically, oh, yeah. at the end of the first movie, uh, Ripley is... You know, in a in a shuttle pod on her own, she puts herself in cryo sleep, and the movie just fades to black with her drifting, drifting off in that ship. Space. And this movie opens with her ship being discovered and pulled in, and then she, you know, gets taken back to Earth, and she finds out that um, fifty seven years have passed while she was in the pod. Did she get taken sleep. back to Earth? I thought she was just on the space station the whole time. She well, was. Yeah, that's she what was, I meant. She like, was on the space the station. The space station orbiting orbiting Earth. Earth yeah. Right. Um, and so she gets back, and um, nobody believes her. There's no record of anything, uh, at least as far as the corporate suits are concerned. They feel that she detonated the the ship without due cause and so she's kind of drummed out of the company and she can't fly anymore yeah they uh i think they bill her for like all the all the stuff she destroyed <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. there's right. like the they... whole meeting where they're assessing her liability and she's talking right. about how the alien was a thing but they don't believe her right so well, they strategically short, don't believe her i think uh she finds out that they have put a colony on this planet and that they haven't heard anything bad going on there but uh <laughs> Sure enough, after some amount of time, they lose contact with the colony, and Ripley agrees to go back to help them as a, as a consultant to find out what's going on. Shena- shenanigans ensue, and um, and uh, yeah, needless to say, there's a lot of aliens that have to be. There's more than one alien this time. Is that why they call it aliens? I think that has something to do with it, but it you might know, have I, just been like a, an artistic choice. I really don't think it's related. Yeah, you know, I think it just means like. 
there's multiple alien movies, so it's aliens. You know, oh, okay, like, okay. That's yeah. why the next one's called oh. Alien Cubed. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're big into geometry. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's the so setup. That is the setup. <clears throat> so just kind of going, I did kind of break it out a little bit into different scenes, and and I kind of feel like the quality difference is apparent right from the get-go, right? So yeah. the, the scene that opens with her in the hospital after they've woken her up in the dream sequence where she has a nightmare about being, you know, having a chest burster in her, in her chest. I didn't mind that scene, actually. That surprised me. I was like, whoa. Because I'd forgotten that scene was in the movie. So when I well, saw did, it, I was how just... How did you feel about that? I was just surprised by it because, like, it's everything's, like, looking normal and feeling normal. And then, like, out of nowhere, she has, like, a... I, I thought she was having a panic attack at first because she was, like... Because uh, something startled her, but then it's like the chest burster nightmare, and I was like, "Oh, okay, no, that's kind of cool." Had you forgotten yeah. that part? Andy, I had totally first... forgotten uh, about that. What did you think, Adam? Yeah, I. This was for anyone who doesn't know. This was my first time uh, watching Aliens, but um, uh, yeah, I was really, I was kind of confused, honestly, because I was like, I thought she was in this for way longer. Are they like, is she just gonna die right away? Like, <laughs> and I. I didn't know the plot at all, so I was like, are the aliens going to be on the, like, ship this time? Like, I don't know. But I was, it was a little confusing, but I did think it was, like, a bit of a, sort of like a, like, switcheroo. I don't know what the right right word is here, but, like, it was definitely surprising. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember back when I first watched this, um, and I think we definitely were kind of shocked by it. I think it um, dream sequences like that hadn't been quite as overused as they are now. But um, yeah, I I kind of forgot what the shock value of that was. Um, I guess I felt like you know, the overuse of the slow-mo and all that stuff, it just kind of bugged the shit out of me. Um, I'm probably just nitpicking. But overall, um, you're right. I think the scene's not bad. Um, and and Paul Reiser, so Paul Reiser, who plays Carter Burke, the company suit, who's kind of the, the villain of the movie, um, he, he actually is a comedian. And he's, that's, that's his main thing. Uh, he's still working a lot. He had his own big sitcom of his own in the 90s. Um, but he, in this movie, is one of the better parts of it. So he plays that sleazy, slimy kind of suit guy really well. Um, and he he played, you know, right from the get-go, I think that he establishes that character pretty well. So I guess I'm wrong when I say the opening is bad. Um, I, yeah, I didn't think the opening was bad. I just thought that the everything dragged on a bit too long for me for my liking i actually thought it kind of moved pretty quickly like so she you know they have to catch you up so she's in the hospital she's recovering they quickly establish when they go to visit her that you know she's now forced to do like you know work loading docks and stuff like that she's having nightmares all the time Mm -hmm. um so they kind of have to do a lot of storytelling to get her to the place where she's willing to go back and, and kind of face this thing again. Um, 
And so I kind of felt like that it almost, those early scenes I felt almost were like too fast because you know she's going back. Yeah. And it just kind of jumps a little bit fast. Um, you know, it's kind of going through the motions. I guess that's why I kind of felt it, uh, thought it felt kind of ham-fisted because, um, you know, she's, you know where she has to end up and it seems like it's kind of half-assed. Um, but once they get on the ship too, like, so she agrees to go. She it, she flies out to LV-426, which is the planet that they visited in the first movie. Um, she's flying there with a bunch of colonial Marines. Um, and right from the get-go, when those guys start coming out of cryosleep, I thought that all those exchanges were pretty weak. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels a lot more, like, cliche. And maybe that's, like, my having been, having seen the cliche, like, a hundred thousand times at this point. Right. Um, they ain't paying us enough for this, man. Not enough to have to wake up to your face, Drake. What? Is that a joke? Oh, I wish it were. Hey, Hicks. Man, you look just like I feel. <coughs> All right, sweethearts, what are you waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Another glorious day in the Corps. Day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the farm. Every meal is a banquet. Every paycheck a fortune. Every formation a parade. I love the Corps. Man, the floor is freezing. What do you want me to do, fetch your slippers for you? Gee, would you, sir? I'd like that. Look into my eye. Fall in, people. Come on, let's go. I hate this job. Bro, Man, we got some slack. Come on, right? stay on your feet. But, like, the, the dynamics in this movie are just not the same as, like, in the original, where we had, like, such well-defined... In a very short amount of time, we get a really good sense of who all the characters are and, like, how they're related to each other. And I just did not feel that in this movie as much. No, yeah. it feels kind of As forced, shown right? by the fact that I couldn't remember which person was which, to be honest. I can't yeah. believe I, I fucking forgot Hudson's name because he's one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I would definitely agree, though. I think that the biggest part of the movie that was like, or I guess my least favorite part of the movie for me was probably that section between like them getting out of cryo sleep probably until about like, I don't know, um, like when they're like actually going into like the, what is it? The atmosphere thing the processor. Yeah. Atmosphere, pro atmosphere mm -hmm. processor. Yeah. But like, as Andy's had a lot of cliches, like the whole thing where it's like, she's like, oh, how can I help out? And they're like, what can you even do? And she's like, oh, I can move this machine. See, I can work it. And they're like, yeah, it's a little bit of hand you're all foreshadowing, right? right? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like, you know, you've got the, uh, the grizzled old sergeant, you know, delivering his cheesy lines, you know, like a day of the cause, like a day of the farm. You know? <laughs> I, I do. Every I formation of parade. Every every there meal was is one a really good. There was one really good part I liked. Um, when they're that that was a great like little characterization moment when they're dropping in because I hadn't realized this with the uh, with the guy who was sort of running things that when they're dropping in they're like how many drops does this make for you and he's like thirty eight 
simulated. Simulated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and How many combat drops? Uh, uh, two, two. Counting this including one. Including this one. <laughs> yeah. That, so that, that's yeah. where the Vietnam thing comes back to. That's a, a, big, a big criticism of, of how Vietnam was run is you had a lot of young, you know, kind of uh, inexperienced people leading platoons and that, uh, you know, didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So mm. another thing, too, uh, with the whole drop sequence was like, I don't know if it was just me, but I feel like the effects in that whole, like, for like a lot of the, like, space shots were like almost worse than I the agree. ones from the original. I agree like, they were not as good as the ones from the original. Yeah. Well, but... But to go back to the like the the exchanges early on a little bit though first I so I want to I want I, I do want to talk about that because yeah. the effects definitely seem a little even that opening yeah. shot of like Ripley's um Ripley's pod drifting through space it looked worse because there's all that like blue shit around and I'm like dude just make mm-hmm. it black like the original movie did just fine just having every the model float against a black background and it looked perfectly fine because you're like oh space it's dark. And- and honestly, like, I feel I feel like if they do it like that, it's actually more accurate. It is yeah. more accurate. Yeah, I didn't like the like the fact that they like colorized it, made it all like it. It, it almost. I mean, obviously, it's somewhat indicative of the tonal shift here because there's a huge, huge tonal shift. But like, I guess to my opinion, or in my opinion, it is a tonal shift for the worse. Um, but yeah, well. I, I think we should put a pin in the tonal stuff too, because I, I have different thoughts on that. Um, but I wanted to go back a little bit to like, I mean, how did I felt overall like, like for instance, particularly I thought the guy playing Drake, who was like you know Vasquez's partner with the big gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, I he, I think he had like a face scar or something. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these guys, a lot of these people, in their performances, feel like they're really trying super hard to act tough. Yeah. Like like actors trying to play super tough marines. <laughs> I really, kind of agree with that. It, you know what really... they, dude, you know what they should have done with this? They should have gone the predator route and just hired wrestlers to do it. Because <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding though. Because like when the fucking wrestlers in Predator are being like these big they're like actual big meatheads and like yeah. they know how to act like big meatheads because when they're in Predator or not in Predator, well, in Predator, yes. They had they literally just hired like pro wrestlers and pro wrestlers have to act like meatheads all the time like that's their their entire yeah. job. Well, no, I was, but I mean, like I think, like you know, I mean, obviously, none of us have been in the military, but I I feel like, you know, the the way the the way it's written, these guys like these these characters are more caricatures, right? They're just kind of like you know, um, I don't know. The lines just feel fake and kind of forced and and. And just overall, the writing is bad. I just feel like if yeah. they played it more naturally, like you know, okay, these guys have seen a lot of combat, and you know, they're. I feel like the guy, like Michael Bain's portrayal of Hicks, was probably closer to what I would have expected, you know, than than like Drake, right? In the you're talking about like in terms of their response to the aliens. Well, no, just in general, in terms of their demeanor, right? Even in the in the build up, right? Just you know, like. Like Michael Bain plays it well, where he's not, you know. Oh, um, in the he, he, when they're like dropping in. Well, when they're when they're you know when they're on the Sulaco while they're loading the ship and everything, where you're meeting the characters and and you know feeling out the dynamic and all that stuff. 
Um, I will say I kind of like the character Vasquez, although it's another case of whitewashing because yeah. the woman who plays her is her name's Jeanette Goldstein. It's too bad yeah. too because she has like one of the best lines in the whole movie. Which one? When when um they say the the guy comes up to her while she's doing pull ups in the uh, in the beginning. Oh, He's right. like, Vasquez, anyone ever mistake you for a man? And then she's like, No, have you? Or he says, Have you yeah, ever yeah. mistaken for a man? And she says, No, have you? And you're like, oh, that's a great line. <laughs> that is a great line. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She has some great moments, um, but and I and I shouldn't condemn the whole cast like that. But I just think overall, like those early interactions are just not great. Um, but yeah, not, so to get, well, I don't even know if it's it's not that it's like bad. It's just not. It's just a drop in quality from the original, right? Because to go so that's a good point. Because if you go back to that one, like the opening scene where they're all around the breakfast table, remember how we talked about that and how yeah yeah and how well characterized they, everybody is and the whole ship is basically yeah all those mm-hmm. characters you could tell they already felt lived in. It's right? like a three a minute natural, or like five yeah. minute scene, and you all you automatically like know everybody basically not only that but but they all feel like their interactions all feel natural none of it feels forced none of it feels like they're playing some kind of caricature of something well and that's they all the feel other like thing fully is the, fleshed out characters the cast is too big i think in this movie that's the problem yeah because i don't think like the deaths of the characters just don't have impact to me really because there's so many of them comparatively to the original alien and the original alien you have like eight people right total um, seven, right? I think it's. It might actually seven, be seven, seven, seven or eight. Yeah. And this at least had like ten, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the problem um, is is that you have a platoon of Marines, which is going to be a large number of people, including you know the pilots and the commander, and so I think maybe the mistake was is trying to give screen time to all of them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if they made like some of them like just complete like stormtroopers it would have been <laughs> yeah. a little like more impactful when one of the right. ones the other thing... you actually know dies in that initial like invasion scene i don't know i i mean maybe it's just me preferring like the horror genre to like the action the straight action movie genre mm-hmm. but like when i'm watching the original alien like i feel like every scene had so much more weight in that movie than it does in this movie because each scene like the character is pro the character in, in frame is probably going to die and they're but like there's a very tense tightrope that they're always walking in everyone you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and it it just felt like that movie never sacrificed the air of like the tension around the fact that everybody on the ship is going to die and they're getting picked off one by one you know there there's something about that that really like is so much more effective to me than like this, the, the, the fact that everybody's just like going in guns blazing. And and I really do think that the soldiers having a means to defend themselves, de- like depreciates the, the level of stakes in the narrative, you know? Well, I think that, um, that, that, but that gets to the tonal shift. Cause this is a action combat movie, right? And if they can't defend themselves, then there's really no action, and they're all dead. Right, and that's why I'm saying maybe I just prefer the genre and tone of the original movie to the genre and tone of this movie. But maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, but 
Oh God, I had one thought about. Um, right, oh, I did like on the ship before they right before they drop when she's giving them um, kind of the intel on on the creature. And they're not I taking kinda, her seriously. I do yeah. love that moment where you know Vasquez kind of makes her little sarcastic little side comment, and then Ripley kind of just snaps her back into place, saying, "You know, like because one of these things wiped out my entire crew." In 24 hours, so why don't you just fucking listen? <laughs> I, I also love the way she said, um, there's a great line delivery where she, Vasquez is like joking around and she's like, oh, all I need to know is where to... Yeah, that's what I'm point. talking about. She's like, all I yeah. need to know is wh- where they are or something, right? And then Ripley just like dead thousand yards stares her and is like, I hope you're right about that. And you're like... <laughs> she's not <laughs> yeah no that that's the that's the exact scene i meant because she says yeah i hope you're right about that and she starts to walk away and then spins around and says because just one of those things managed to wipe out my entire crew in 24 hours you know so and if there's if those colonists have been infected we don't know how many of them there are going to be do you understand yeah you know, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i i just love that line delivery she had at the at the end of that scene it was it was really really good no and i think overall right i think you have to say again that the, the best part about this movie is Sigourney Weaver again, right? Yeah, I mean, she's just like, she's just really good. She's a really good actress. She, <laughs> it's like she's just head and shoulders above everybody else in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and especially because, like, you already know that character. You're already connected to her. Like, you know her experiences. So, like, for example, like the scene, like the whatever it is, like the meal scene right after the cryo sleep when she sees, um, like the fluid leaking out of bishop's head or oh yeah or whatever, and she right? and she has that and like freaks freak out, out about the android like yeah. it almost makes you have a similar reaction when you see it you're like last time an android was there it tried to kill her so like <laughs> she's got a little thing about it, it it's also so, yeah. interesting how like um how much sorry i i, I had lost my train of thought it's interesting how much more casually they handle the reveal of him being an android and how it's just like, it's not really a secret in this movie. It's just like, oh, that's a standard practice now. It kind of shows that there's a there's been a considerable amount of time passed since... It, it was a good way of showing the, the uh, passage of time since the original movie. Well, and it's also laying the seeds of doubt for her about the mission. Yeah. Right? So... I mean, because again, the moment you've seen that, you're like, oh, that's right, us, right? Right, yeah. right, exactly. So, and, and it's, you know, it's the big misdirect of the movie, right? And they keep selling that. They keep coming back to sell that um, at different points in the movie a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, God, what was I going to say? I thought there was one more part about that. But I think, you know, so once they get to the drop, and from that point on, it starts to accelerate pretty rapidly. And I think really... Um, you know, it's still a little bit slow, like you said, but I, you know, the, so they, when they drop down to the planet, I think you guys are right. I think the effects are a little bit iffy, but uh, not bad, right? I don't think. Um, yeah, the, the modeling's not, not terrible. Um, yeah. There was a really nice part where it looked like it was, um, and, and to make sure they did model like pretty much everything for this, right? Because CG well, isn't a thing they're, yet. They're, yeah, just not a CG thing is yet. still not a thing. So, um, right. I I wasn't. I was just making sure because we're drawing closer to the point where CG is becoming a thing. So, so it's like, but the modeling was pretty good overall. It's just like, wasn't um, you know, it wasn't like anything was was uh, was absolutely terrible. 
I, I do feel like the model detail was less than Alien, for sure. Yeah, uh, I definitely noticed that. As like well. the Sulaco, right? The the big ship they come on on is uh, the design's kind of interesting, but it's fairly you know undetailed, I guess I would say. You remember how much detail there was? Yeah. To Nostromo and the and the mining. Although it definitely platform. does. It definitely does look more like a uh, a believable like military, military ship. ship. It's yeah. got that like almost uh, like sword shape to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I it's, also it's ahead. a pretty Sorry. decent design. Yeah, I also like the design of the uh, the dropship. I thought the uh, design of the ship looked good. Yeah, it looked almost like a like an actual plane, basically. You know, kind so of. It's, yeah, it's pretty solid. And I do like the fact that they. I found it interesting because it's not like a thing where they just like fly down to the planet. They are like dropped into orbit, like a free fall, basically, and have to catch. We're on themselves. an express elevator to hell, going down. Yeah, gotta love I, that I, line. <laughs> but I really do think that's like a, it's a cool like yeah. concept of space travel that you don't usually see. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's definitely a much you know it's a contrasting style, right? In the uh, in the first movie, right? They're trying to land a giant boat on this you know uninhabited planet. Yeah, really terrible winds and all that and in this they're just like they just drop straight fucking down and gun it yeah um i do feel like on the approach to the colony i thought the effects were pretty good yeah they they were they were all right well i meant like um not when they were dropping through the atmosphere but as they got close to the colony and they were just they, they had slowed down and they were just scanning through around the grounds um the model of the colony i thought was pretty good yeah um i think the worst if of the effects was probably like the initial while they're like, in drop shot yeah. while they're like yeah still like entering the atmosphere did right. not look good at all yeah. uh but yeah once they were like actually on the planet i'd say it looked pretty good and i kind of feel like there's no excuse for it because by 1986 you'd already had three star wars movies you know um, yeah you'd had the original alien uh as well you know so there's um and they had a big budget for it. Big, big certainly for nineteen eighty six. Big percent for eighty six. Yeah, right. I almost said seventy six. Yeah, um, definitely big for seventy six. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so that once they drop down, and I, I do feel like I know it sounds like you feel like it went too slow, but I thought that it was good tension, um, entering the complex and going through it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't complain about that. I'm just saying, like, even getting to that part, it took over like an hour to get there, or it took almost an hour. Was to it get really there. that long? It, yeah, it was at long. least 45 minutes before they even got to the colony. Yeah, I guess I would have minded it less had the you know the dialogue and performance has been better, you know, yeah. <laughs> when they were yeah. before they got to that point. Um, but I do feel like once they enter the complex, uh, you know, the everything gets orders of magnitude better. Yeah, right? it picks up. It picks up. Well, I mean everything. Even the performances are better, right? Uh, the guy that plays Frost, who is, um, well, I guess I'll say the black guy since I think there's only one. <laughs> like it is 1986 after all. I don't think they have any uh, mm. any more than. Wait, do you mean the sergeant or do you mean the guy? No, who... you're right. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. They yeah. had yeah the sergeant and uh, but the other one. The other guy, guy was like who, a gunner, right? Uh, the yeah, he ends up getting blown up. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Um, he's the one that has to hold on the magazines. Frost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. Rip. Um, so I felt he was um, 
even though he didn't have much to do, he was one of one of the more likable side characters, and I thought he performed it well because um, he was the one that was kind of looking, you know, more apprehensive than the others. Um, but I think it really kicks it. Oh, the other thing too is I wanted to mention was um, when they find Newt, who's the little girl, the lone survivor of the colony. Uh, her performance in that. And the first two scenes that she's in the movie are really good. Yeah, she's not bad for a kid actor, actually. Um, I definitely have a, uh, I definitely expect less from from kid actors. So, yeah, you definitely have made a claim that you don't uh, have a. Well, no, I'm saying I expected I expect less than I got here usually from kid actors. So, oh, she, I, she did yeah. all right. She did all right. I thought she did great with um, you know, for for a kid who's probably. 10 years old at the time of filming to Pretty be able to, good, yeah. to be able to portray that kind of PTSD um, and near catatonia. I mean, she, I thought she did that really well. Mm. I think as the movie goes on though, um, she becomes a little more, I guess, irritating as a character, but they took the cat and turned it into an <laughs> yeah, entire I was person. Say, <laughs> it's a little, I, I do think it's kind of funny when they literally say like, they have that little, throwback at the beginning where Ripley's like, you're staying at home this time. Oh yeah. my god, that was great. Yeah, actually, Adam and I talked about that and said that's probably the only good decision in this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the cat was like, yeah, fucking A, I'm not going back. Um, are you saying you are considering bringing me to an alien-infested planet again? <laughs> right. Um, well, actually, I don't know if you guys saw, well, I know you didn't, Adam, I don't, but I don't know, Andy, if you had ever seen the extended version, but there was an entire subplot about how Ripley had a daughter who had grown old and yeah, died before okay, she okay. got Okay, okay, I was wondering Earth. about this, because I remembered yeah. that. I think right. the first time, I think when we watched this before, we watched the extended cut, because I originally remember, I was wondering when, I was like, wait, when do they talk about Ripley's daughter? Because I know that she had a daughter. Um, yeah. But I guess that that was cut from the from the theatrical release, which is what I watched for for this. Yeah, we, me too. We probably watched the extended edition DVD you have in the DVD black book. Well, I know? think I want. Yeah, right. I think uh, I wanted to watch the theatrical one with Adam for the first time because yeah. you know, because I don't know. Did we watch that? Was that your first time the extended? That was definitely the first time I watched uh, it. Shit. So how I did you watch this one less than the original Alien? So. Damn, my oops shit was because I dropped something. Um, so, then now that you've had both, I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, I don't remember the extended edition well enough to, to comment on that, I don't think. Um, okay. What's the boomer perspective, though? Uh, I feel like they kind of made the right choices. I feel like cutting that out, because it's a little bit too on the nose if you have the subplot where you know she's had a daughter in the past and you know i think it works a little better i don't think you need that her daughter is still canon though fun fact is it really yes because yeah. in alien isolation the game uh you are playing as ellen ripley's daughter interesting mm. yeah she is looking for ripley basically so she's investigating anomalies oh so is it set between when she goes missing after yeah, the first yeah it's movie set between the first movie and aliens interesting uh, yeah, well, that game did look pretty fucking scary, so... I haven't played it all the way through, but it's okay, from what I did play. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, um, I think I've seen some of it on a, a streamer 
was playing it that I watched sometimes. Uh, I think he was playing. Uh, Who was? I think it was, was Vosh. Oh, I think Vosh was playing it for a yeah, yeah, so I saw him play some of that, and it did look pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd have the... Honestly, I think that the, uh, like we discussed last time, that first movie put such a fucking scar on my soul. I think every time I see something that looks close to it, I start I start getting my own version of PTSD. You know? Yeah. Because uh, when I watch the the uh, trailer for that video game, I it, kind it of, really does capture the vibe of the original movie. It totally mm-hmm. captures the vibe of that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, and so from there, you know, they figure out um, where all the colonists are, quote unquote, hiding. Yeah. And uh, the colonists. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice fake out. It is. I didn't. And, I, I mean, watching it, I was like, "Oh, that's not actually them. Like, that's just the titular aliens." So I feel but, like. So the moment they had to, down to. Um, the moment they had to remove all their guns, magazines. Right. That's well, the when min- you know they're all fucked. But when they, as soon as they head over, so the moment from this point on, the minute from they head over to, to get that to to find who's ever left. And the, you know, underneath the uh, heat exchangers, I guess, and the atmospheric processor, you know, but it's from the moment they go to find the rest of the colonists until, you know, they get off the planet is just complete. It's, I, th- I think action-wise, it's just fucking great. So, um, the tension as they weave through the, yeah, the, I uh, mean, the complex. I think my favorite sequence in the movie is the, uh the ambush sequence at the in the oh the, the chaos is just, yeah the ambush just, sequence is really good it's great it's so well choreographed that it it still feels chaotic even though it's planned out obviously because yeah. it's a movie but i mean the the uh um i remember i think i said it to you adam when we were watching it, it was just um just the the way it just devolves and so quickly is just great yeah yeah And 
watching the colonel shitting his pants in the or whatever whoever yeah. it was. Yeah, in, that's in, funny. In yeah. The ATV. Uh, what were you saying? Adam? Oh, I was just gonna say though. Uh, one thing that did bug me with the sequence were like you know how they like keep what's it called Vasquez and uh, I do love that. The point, other guy, they yeah, keep their yeah. they like put the extra magazines in. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was just like wondering why didn't they just say. If you shoot anything in there, you're gonna cause a yeah. That's what I was. Explosion. That's what I was wondering like, too. I'm like, dude, just fucking tell them why they can't shoot. Like, yeah. that's the thing. And then maybe they would be like, oh, well, then maybe I won't cause a thermonuclear reaction. You, you could. Know? I mean, you could um, say that that's because they have a shitty commander. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, it is because they have a the shitty commander. Because they have a shitty commander. And the same thing afterwards, too, when she's like, pull them out, they're all about to die, and then he's like, no, it's fine, they got it. And then like, they all die. <laughs> so I, I do I do like the guy Gorman and how he how he plays him, especially in that scene, because you can literally see himself shitting himself in the, in the ATV. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the way he and Ripley play off each other um, is really well done. I just like how and, uh, Ripley takes control of the situation. So that's the great thing about she's, this in She's general. such a badass in this movie. Yeah. Well, the way she evolves, right? So you could say that a lot of this movie is about, you know, and a theme of this movie is facing down your fears. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she, you're right. Her evolution into this kind of, like, uh, basically military leader. Well, the only reason she's back, too, is because she says to, uh, to Burke at the beginning, she's like, you're going back to kill it, out. right? <laughs> and, she, right, and, exactly. and he's like trust me right um yeah so that whole that whole scene just the way it fucking falls apart and just when they get back to the atv and he, you know drake is trying to hold them off and then you know uh when he gets sprayed with the acid yeah um and that you know he's trying to hold her back and you're thinking like just close the fucking door and leave <laughs> yeah you know and that one scene, though, where they're closing the door and the alien stops it and the jaws are opening up. And he's like, eat this, you know, the, uh, <laughs> that was a great exchange. One of the things that really made me like jump actually in this movie was the scene where their drop ship is coming to pick them up and there's an alien on the drop ship. I kind of just was like, whoa, <laughs> I had no idea yeah. that uh, I had no idea about that. Yeah, the uh, the uh, quote unquote rescue attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait, you forgot about that part? I, I forgot that the I forgot that the there was an alien on the on the ship. Oh, you know what I yeah. liked about that? A, a little bit about that was um uh the reaction of the pilot. You know, she looks, she sees it, and she tries to grab her gun. Yeah. She but... doesn't scream, right? She doesn't like throw her hands up and jump around. She immediately military reaction, she reaches over, grabs her gun, but Unfortunately you know, she did. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately so... it's like a uh like a super alien that can instantly kill you. So. Well, before before the uh, before she's even reaching for the gun, the second pair of jaws is already like half out of its mouth. So you're kind yeah. of fucked at that point. Yeah, but I, I do like that attention to, to detail of how like okay, she's not going to scream. She's going to you know try to defend herself. So yeah, but yeah, that scene where you know it it you know crashes and blows up, and you've got another great hudson moment wandering around the yeah, house game o- the like, classic game over man game over it's game over man <laughs> yeah and he's the guy who's talking the most shit before they get there so he's yeah. obviously the one to shit the bed once i should have read out. some interviews with him because i'm pretty sure like that obviously there's you know there are definitely people like that right they they 
they build up that false machismo, and the minute the shit hits the fan, like you know, they they just wet themselves. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, whereas I would just shit myself right from the start. There's no pretense, you know. Dude, if I was stuck yeah. in the <laughs> in the aliens planet, I'd just off myself. Are you kidding me? Like at that point, much. I'm just gonna assume that I'm gonna die to the alien and just shoot myself in the head, like. Right. Um. Fair enough. I'd rather go that way than get face fucked. Yeah, I, I also see. did love that. Uh, sorry for the yawn. Um, but, you know, after the crash and they're, or actually before the crash when they're talking about it, what just happened and, uh, you know, they're discussing their options and, and Ripley's like, just coldly, I say we take off and nuke the nuke site, the from, site orbit. from orbit. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to be sure. Another classic line from this movie. Right. And yeah. I was wondering uh, on your rewatch of it, how you would have reacted to, you know, Carter Burke going, no, wait, there's a substantial dollar value attached to this. Uh, I would have literally facility. said, fuck off, <laughs> fuck dude. Off. Like, just, which is uh, essentially what, what they do say. As well. Hudson, yeah. Hudson was like, that was another great Hudson line. It's like, Maybe you've been paying attention to current events, pal, but we just got our asses kicked. <laughs> I think Ripley says, like, bill me then. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> well, they can bill me. Right, add it to the tab of the Nostromo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. <laughs> How long after we're declared overdue can we expect a rescue? 17 days. 17 days? Hey, man, I don't want to rain on your parade, but we're not going to last 17 hours. Those things are going to come in here just like they did before, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to get us. This little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training. Right? Why don't you put her in charge? You better just start dealing with it, Hudson. Listen to me. Hudson, just deal with it because we need you, and I'm sick of your bullshit. And then while they were, uh, while they're holed up in the, um, I just thought it was a good scene how they, you know, she kind of focuses them about defending the op center. You know, she's really taking mm-hmm. charge and she's getting them to, you know, weld everything shut. And, it makes the whole, uh, you know, the whole build plan up the barricades, kind of makes the plan. Um, and I think that um, that whole well, how did you feel about the reveal of Burke? The reveal that, that he uh, was trying to secure right. them? Right. I mean, so, okay. I actually did not expect the misdirect here. So I did expect that um, the company was going to be trying to secure the aliens, right? So I did right. expect mm-hmm. that was going to be the case. Um, but I didn't really... I, I, I fully... Uh, was on the bishop is going to be the bad guy again train. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was not I didn't have enough faith in in them to take the uh, less obvious route, the slightly less obvious yeah. route, because they do make Burke seem very nice throughout this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he basically sides with her in the ATV right after the ambush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I think so. And I but I think he plays him pretty well like kind of a he doesn't quite even at that moment fully grasp that he murdered basically 180 people or whatever it was yeah yeah so um i did also like that scene uh where it's like ripley and um newt had like 
gone to sleep under the bed, like the scene when they oh, wake the up hunters. and the door is shut. Right. Mm. That was like, uh, I thought that was pretty well done. Uh, but yeah. Right. And the crawling face huggers, nasty as ever. Uh, that was absolutely disgusting. Movie, they looked bigger to me in this yeah, movie than they did in the first bit, movie. Yeah. Although I did wonder why uh, they decided to, you know, like they take, like normally they're like leaping all over the place, but they decide to take their sweet time right as they're trying to break back into the room. You know, like, it's um, like crawling up slowly to get on to... I, kind of I got the that vibe were... that they move slowly until they pounce on you, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that they were kind of like, that they're... Well, like Andy's saying, that their method is indirect attack, right? Like, they try to... They try like, to sneak you. up on you and right. surprise you. Because right. if they don't... Like, if you see it coming, you're going to be able to avoid it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I thought the way they handled those puppets, though, was great. I mean, they looked very real. Yeah, the puppets looked yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was, um, I do like the line <laughs> where Hudson's like, I just, I say we just grease this rat fuck son of a bitch right now, <laughs> right here, right now. That, that would be my reaction. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I was looking forward to one of, uh, Andy's kind of classic anti-capitalist moments of, uh, oh, well, I, I mean, there's definitely some, so this is a weird 80s thing, right? So a lot of 80s movies have like some anti-capitalist sentiment, but the 80s was like one of the most materialistic, like heavily capitalistic times in American history, which is strange. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm again, like I'm not going to turn down anti-capitalist rhetoric, so, but... Uh, right. <laughs> well, depending, well on, I mean, depending on what it's related to. I, but, I uh, had the same kind of feeling about it in retrospect of... You know, the anti-corporate message of Alien made sense because it was still the end of the 70s, right? It also was a lot more salient, I think, because they had the the company was fucking these people over with, like, giving them literally no idea what com- they were walking into, you know? Well, yeah. plus it, it makes it clear. It's like classic company, corporate negligence. It makes it clear that the company basically pits everybody against each other. In terms yeah, of money and all that stuff, right? It's it's uh. So while it's less overt, I think that it was actually a more effective uh, in, the, in the first critique. movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's what I meant by I think in general this movie's a little bit more ham-fisted, right? It's more on the nose, in your face, you know. Very well, the first un- movie, unsubtle. the first movie is more about the systems, whereas the original movie, well, this whereas this movie is more about uh, there's a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think it, you know, kind of speaks overall to the quality of, I guess, the people making the first one versus the second. Yeah, uh, um, definitely. Because it's like, this time it's just like, oh, Burke is bad because he was trying to make money for himself by sneaking an alien back. He's but the a other bad time was, man. <laughs> he's one bad guy. Right, but the, but the rest was, of the company is... The rest of the company, yeah. you know... Company? Some Not real so stand-up bad. people. Yeah. If they knew what was going Some on, Some, I assume, are it. good people. Right. <laughs> I'm sure they're very fine people. They're very they're, fine I was going to say, they're very sides. fine people on both sides. On both sides, yeah. Um, but then, when they get ambushed again, from that point on, uh, that's just fucking crazy, right? So, yeah. how did you feel about the crawling through the, the ceiling moment, Adam? Oh, that part was good. Uh, <laughs> I think I had... I knew there was... Um, 
like I distinctly remembered either you or Andy like years ago after you guys had watched it saying something about like aliens in vents. So I knew that was coming at some point, but then well, like I was probably like, talking about the vent scene from the original Alien because oh, that's the man. scene that's stuck with me forever. No, um, I don't think it was. I remember specifically it being them about like saying something about like machine guns or something also. So it was definitely the about this one. But yeah, so I knew there was going to be like something like that. But then it's just the part where they're like they welded themselves in basically into their own little yeah. cage for yeah. the aliens to kill them in you know <laughs> like yeah i um, thought that was that scene was pretty good andrew i i mean i i agree i i'm saying i'm, I'm just gonna say though it doesn't hold a candle to the dallas vent scene oh i'm sorry course. it just doesn't it just doesn't i think that different um, goals but still yeah i do think that um the first time I watched this, I remember thinking like when they get to the point where she's like, she's like, that can't be right. They're inside the room. And then when you realize they're in there and you know, there's like a, a few dozen of these things coming. Um, you're like, how the fuck are they going to get out of this? But then yeah. that, that is probably one of the best like combat sequences in the movie where they're, yeah, agreed, they're agreed. just going. I think the problem too, with this scene though, is that um, it also, suffers from the limitations of the time that that you know they really couldn't shoot a great action sequence with a bunch of aliens because so i think if i remember correctly they had literally had only seven alien suits and they each cost a million dollars well, i was, to about, make I was about to say yeah those are yeah. probably really fucking expensive so right right and the whole movie only cost um 18 million dollars to make so basically half the budget was alien suits well yeah the sets aren't really that like crazy for this movie so right it right, doesn't yeah. surprise me that much um and but yeah i mean just that uh that action sequence and then when when burke locks them in and just you know that was just a great scene overall mm -hmm. um uh oh god what was i gonna say the the scene where uh hudson gets it you know like he's funny right till the end yeah like oh you want some of this oh yeah how about you too huh oh you want some of this oh yeah come on fuck you even as he's going down yeah, through the yeah, floor yeah. he points the gun down he's like fuck you note on here it says not sure how much i like the standoff with the queen are, are you talking about the part where she fights the queen in the robot suit well i love that that's that's the end so but uh yeah i guess we can jump ahead to that but basically that you know because they i mean well how did you feel about the crawling through the vents and all that stuff i thought that was done pretty well yeah pretty solid um but uh but i mean we kind of also have to talk about um you know, when she's going back to rescue Newt, though, first, right? Mm. I mean, did you want to talk about that at all? Or, I mean, did you have any... I mean, I didn't have any particular uh, things to say, but... I just kind of yeah. remember when it was... Um, when I first watched that scene and she was... 
they were taking the shit back. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that kid's fucking dead if it's me. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, 100%. But, unless it's I one of never. you guys. If it's also a blood relative, but, you know, I, I'd at least think really hard about it before I said no. Like, I would eh, not. You'd no understand. Way. You know? No like, way I would go back to save some random yeah. ass kid. But, yeah. You know. Especially, like, th- actually, this was the part that uh, I was going to say did feel kind of recycled a bit, you know, like. From the cat. Yeah. Well, just in general, because, like, in the end of the first movie is like you have all the like well you have all the, the warnings going, going on off. about you have so many minutes yeah to, mm-hmm. and like all you the know. smoke is going everywhere and stuff starting to like fall apart and like it just felt like basically the same but then this time the alien the big alien that's coming after her is bigger I think, um, well, what, one part I did like about this sequence was um, the build up to it where she's getting all her weapons together, you know, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of her planning abilities. Of Ripley's? Um, <laughs> you know, she's really well organized. She knew she'd need, okay, I need my M16. I need my, yeah. I need my grenades. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, flamethrower. Oh, you know what I should do? I should tape these together. And, uh, you know, but yeah. I, I did kind of like that. And the fact, um, well, the flamethrowers are more effective against them too, because you don't yeah. want them to bleed on you. Well, just that scene, though, when she's heading down in the elevator and she's, you know, doing her final prep and there's that that whole moment where, you know, she sells it. She makes it believable. Like, she's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to go do this. You know, she takes the <laughs> yeah. deep breath and, you know, like kind of cocks her head. It's like, okay. And I remember at the time I'd, I'd written this down in the notes, but uh, I wrote down Rambet because uh, Rambo had just come out like that year or the year before. And uh, that was the joke, I guess, on set, you know, is that she was Rambette because basically she just loads herself up with a bunch of fucking firepower and goes after these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing I didn't like about it was the whole standoff in the... Um, uh, like the Queen's egg room. In the Queen's egg. So like how she, oh, you know, okay. So you're not talking staring... about the... You're not no. talking about the fist fight at the end. That's no, amazing. no. <laughs> yeah, the Rock of Sock and Robots. No, I, the... Um, when they're kind of in the standoff in the lair and, you know, they're kind of communicating through steely eye glares and, uh, <laughs> yeah, threatening the, uh, the 80s, eggs. 80s action move logic, right. action movie logic. The queen hisses and calls off the two drones, you know, some, uh, some macho, some macho bro moments. And then, you know, an egg opens and Ripley cocks her head and says, Oh, you double crossing bitch. You know, I didn't say that, but that was what her eyes said. Yeah, all that little bit was kind of cheesy. Um, yeah, it's a little bit. Um, and I think you know, at a certain point, you just kind of got to run. You know, she's yeah. she got like <laughs> yeah, ten yeah, minutes yeah. to go, and she's just launching grenade after grenade into the egg sack. Well, at this like, point, it's like two minutes, right? Like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that the first movie it felt like ten minutes real time from when she started the self destruct. Yeah, and this that, one felt that like one the, felt like real time. This one, no. <laughs> this, yeah. this one feels like the forty minute, twenty minute end sequence. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, so from basically after the uh, attack on the op center is where it went downhill for me a little bit, and uh, like you said, Adam, yeah, it feels kind of recycled, um, and you know the final confrontation. You you dug that, Andy? Oh, uh, 
how can I not, Dad? They're, they're, <laughs> she's climbing in a forklift exosuit to fist fight the alien queen. That's so badass. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how hokey it is. Are, are you you saying still this, have to love it. Are you saying this unironically? I'm saying it 100% unironically. Like, it is peak 80s movies, like, shit. It, it's so great. Like, it, it's it's so iconic from this movie for for a good reason to me. Right. You I know mean, what I mean? Like, know, don't, don't forget, she's got the great one-liner. Yes. Get it's away a, from her, you bitch! Yeah. It's right. a... Cat fight, am I right, ladies? Uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> the um, but yeah, I, I do question how it got on there, but you know, yeah. the fight, the fist no, fight clear. is worth yeah, it. You know, like the giant alien queen can easily hide, sure, can hide in the small dropship, you know. The, I think the fist fight was worth it, yeah, and and, and I, I love it. I, I you gotta love it. Yeah, the one part, I think the one part that did get a little too, like, corny maybe was her climbing up the ladder <laughs> against the vacuum of space. Like, Oh, yeah, that's a little bit uh That was a little, a little much. much. The super but, strong alien queen can't do it. A little it, much. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Ripley can. Well, you gotta understand is that... Uh, she has the infinite strength of... <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> no, you guys don't understand. She's a parent and a mother. And when when she's protecting her young, she has unlimited strength. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Uh, yeah, I I think that um, it was uh, yeah, that was probably a little bit too now, much. Now, did they do the queen with like stop motion or like a puppet? I can't. I think it was a puppet. Yeah, that okay. must have been a really expensive puppet. Oh yeah, like, for sure. That's probably where the rest of the budget went. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other ten million dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver only got paid like a buck twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Got she got a percentage of the gate. Um, uh, yeah, I think um, the ending doesn't hold up so well overall. But I mean, you know, it's still a fun ride. But but I think um, I'm sorry. Like I, I still have to say, like you gotta love to some extent the macho fist fight. Like I gotta admit, I took of I course took, it had to come down to a fist fight in the mech suit from the beginning. I, I took I took. Um, I, I did take some pleasure in the fact that when the the first like swat across the face with the with the claw, you know, when she knocks it over and yeah. then she bitch slaps it with the other foot, <laughs> it goes flying into the boxes, you know, yeah, it yeah. comes back up. Uh, you know, as it was going on, it is still kind of fun to watch. You're right. I, it's I, fun. I, I like it as much as it may be like kind of hokey. It's fun. ten stars. <laughs> yeah, ten stars. <laughs> ten out of ten. Perfect. Um. Adam, yeah. Did you like that thing? Yeah. All right. It's yeah. So Definitely a little corny, but I I think it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I have to agree. I mean, as much as it had its problems, so I guess overall, I think you're right, Andy. I don't think it's it's a big kind of a big step down from the first one. Yeah. But yeah, still kind of fun. I've been noticing throughout this recording, uh, and I think it's pretty fitting. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Thumbs I think I've said that about kinda, ten times up. in the past over the past. However, well, that's long the thing is like, recording. there's nothing in this movie that like makes me like, wow, that's so cool, or, like that's really crazy imaginative, or like that's so, you know what I mean? Like, I I just didn't feel it the same way as I did the original. Mm. No, and I think that um, honestly, you know, James Cameron has 
he's had a few good movies, but overall... Hey, I mean, Judgment Day is good. Judgment Day is really good. And the original Terminator is really good, right? It's oh, wait, kind of I a... didn't know James Cameron did the original Terminator. Oh, yeah, that was all his. Um, yeah, uh, that's okay, how we got so this movie. Those are his probably his two best movies, then. <laughs> um, Probably, yeah. I mean, this one's in there, too. Um, no, I mean, over... this is a good movie, but it's not as good as the OG. Like, it's just not the same. It's just not the mm-hmm. same, yeah. Um, you know what's weird, though, is the original Terminator... It's a lot closer to the original Alien than this movie is. Probably, yeah. It's way closer in tone to that, um, to, to the original Alien. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, honestly, for me, I think the thing that has the most longevity for me is fucking Bill Paxton, man. The guy's lines in that movie are just hysterical. Yeah, they're iconic. They're iconic. Yeah. I think it's really his movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, and the it fact is, that, uh, honestly. The fact that I, I mean, obviously, because of you, uh, Dad, but the fact that, like, I recognized a lot of the oh, lines Oh, yeah, I mean, you use had. those lines all the time. Yeah. Did I really? Yeah. Like, yeah those are Mike-isms. Okay, are Dad, every me? single time we go on a roller coaster right before the drop, you we're on Express Elevator. Oh, no, I use Express Elevator to hell. Like, every single time. So but, yeah, you do wait. use those lines. Yeah. Like, are you guys saying that I repeat myself a lot and I'm on a Oh, never, no. Oh, um, never, no, I'm never. saying you speak in movie quotes <laughs> from the 70s and 80s almost exclusively. Why do you think I love Community so much? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically I'm their demographic. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think um, other than that, I mean, he's great. Sigourney Reaver's great. Um, yeah. Michael Bain is good. I liked Vasquez, except, you know, the whitewashing thing. The issues. Yeah. yeah. It was, that's pretty bad. And I also feel like they didn't just cast somebody who wasn't um, a Latina. They also it felt like. Am I yeah. wrong in saying they colored her skin? It looked like they uh, used some makeup to put it nicely. <laughs> to put yeah. it... Um, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a big yikes on that one, I think, overall. Uh, just man, just, just fucking cast people. I'm sorry. Like It's why? like the whole Indiana Jones thing. It's like, I'm pretty sure like, you would have why... been able to find somebody. Yeah, like, why <laughs> couldn't you just, like, take the extra ten minutes it would take well, you'll yeah. find out, like, if you watch uh, any number of of um, um, James Cameron movies from, like, Terminator through uh, The Abyss and some of the movies in the 90s, he has a lot of the same crew, right? Michael Bay's mm-hmm. in a lot of his movies. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's in the original Terminator for, like, five minutes or more like 30 seconds. Um, yeah. You know, so and so is Jeanette Goldstein. Jeanette Goldstein is uh, in Terminator Two. Yeah, but if your heart is really set on casting Jeanette Goldstein, just don't make her make a her Latina Jewish character. Right, I know. Right, like it's pretty easy. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, Andy. That seems pretty far fetched. Like the know. character like, could have just, been literally why? the same and just why? been a white person, and it wouldn't have been as. Well, I mean, if, I mean you're like, try, if you're trying to add diversity to the crew, it's not then bad add to try to add diversity to the crew. <laughs> but don't just cast a fucking white person and then say like, "Oh, there we go." You know, like that's yep. what that completely defeats the purpose. But yeah, like you're better off just like having them be a white person at that point. Right. It's kind of like the same feeling I had about Sala from yeah. Indiana Jones, where it's like, or Alfred Molina. Where it's kind of like, okay, you know, I, I like 
them as sometimes actors, but, nothing is better than something but yeah <laughs> but you know really it's it's just really kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth overall yeah it definitely definitely does at least um, with this movie it's nowhere near the classic that those movies are and so the fall is less for me yeah i don't feel <laughs> like, like it depreciated the quality right, of the movie as much right, like so, that's the thing like when I'm when I'm thinking about that in Indiana Jones, I'm like, oh my god, why did you have to do this? You know, right, but like exactly. it, in this case, I'm I'm less broken up about it because I'm just like, like, it's not that great a movie. Yeah, it's not as <laughs> right. good, right? So, yeah, it, it's aliens. So know, like, I'm kind of curious now how we're gonna feel about Alien Three. I'm Tony... interested. I've never watched Alien Three, so I we'll see we'll see how I feel about it I after know, I watch it. It sounds exciting. Right. And then I can't wait for Alien Resurrection still because. I, I, I'm sorry, you've hyped me up so much for Alien Resurrection at this point, like for years. That all, I, all of this is is just I foreplay am, till we get to that movie. It's basically just an excuse for me to watch Alien Resurrection at this point. Right, I've got to make you wade through all the others first. Yes. <laughs> all but right. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see how bad that movie is, so... I'm sure that'll be a very fun and no. funny episode. No, you know what? Uh, well, we'll see. I, s- I I will predict that you gentlemen will experience the same whiplash I felt during that movie. Dad, would you say it's on par with a uh, a Rise of Skywalker level movie, or is it not quite that bad? Or is it worse? Um, it, the the Rise of Skywalker test. Is it a zero out of ten? <laughs> no, no, it's not a zero. Is it's it like a zero a or like a point one? No, the Rise of Skywalker test is like. Is it a one out of ten? It's like a four because the effects are so good. So okay, okay, that's uh, uh, four. That's that's generous well, from what you've told me. So. I maybe like a two. All right, maybe two. All I right. think is it. I'll split the difference. And call it. Well, three. Adam, you can't even talk because you've never seen Alien Resurrection. So no, he no, means no, Rise, I'm of saying Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh, like a oh. Two. I thought you were talking about Alien Resurrection when you said a four. Uh, I don't know. You know what? We'll have to. You know, Andy, let's put a pin in that question until after we we finish the fourth movie. You know, I you know when they start preemptively. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, you know when they start going from incrementing numerically to adding subtitles, something's going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun one, trust me. We're going to have a lot to talk about with everyone, a lot to dissect. I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. It's a good time. All right, man, I think we're done. All right, yes, indeed. All right, All right let's see, what do we got? How are we doing? How are we doing? You mean in terms oh, of time? Less than an hour and a half. Good wow. work, gentlemen. Nice. Nicely done. It's not half the length well. of Aliens. No. No, it's not. Right. About that. <laughs> well, if you watch the extended version, for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, even the non-extended still. Even the non-extended. This hours, is almost so. half the length of Aliens. So yeah, Maybe a little, it's a little more than over. half of the length of it. But anyways. All right. I think we're about good, right? We're good. Yeah. All, right, All right. Later. Bye. Bye.